Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 157th, I want to say? 57th? Ooh, I, have, I have no clue. I'm going to say 57th. And if <laughs> I don't if, edit these things. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm wrong, we just go with it and we skip 56. Who cares? Uh, mm-hmm. Episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me... You Damn. You may know me better. <laughs> this one's really not going well. Damn. <laughs> I feel like we've been on a roll of like pretty pretty solid intros for a while there. Pretty good intros so Suddenly, far. It was, it was bound. It was it was only time before we broke it. Yeah, and now my confidence is shattered. Um, of the Poorly Planned Podcast, my name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and... um. Let's see. God, it gets it gets tough to find something distinctive about you every every week. Um, <laughs> you are but a blank canvas to me now. <laughs> I mean, you got you got the blue light glasses on. Before we started, you were a bit of a bit of a ghoul because you were sitting in a very dark room. <laughs> it kind of looked like a paranormal God, activity these movie. These are getting so bizarre <laughs> to people. Yeah, if someone if someone joined the pod for the first time here. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I mean, you're my my friend who's who, who's a bit of a ghoul before we started this podcast. He's got his, he's got his glasses on, I guess. Yeah. Just, it's just either mild very, facts about us. Very, yeah, very literal facts or complete just insane ramblings. After I fuck up the intro, there's just no coherence to this. I'm so sorry if this is your first episode. Um, but it's okay. We don't have to worry about it because we get no new listeners. Anyway. Because our pod is failing desperately. <laughs> Because we are the deadest of channels. Partially true, partially not. It's okay. We come back from slumps. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. Um, is actually begging for more slumps. <laughs> it's actually like, yeah, we're hitting some uh, some tougher times here. Um, Numbers have been better. BHL Hudson may or may not have been on 67.2 thousand for um, several months now. But, you know, it's okay. <laughs> we, we moved. We did, we did, a few weeks ago, we did have, like, a complete surge in pod mm. subscribers of, like, we got, like, 40 in, like, two weeks. Yeah. And it stayed like that for, yeah, for yeah. another four weeks. But you know what? It's all good, baby. We definitely aren't stressing about it and feeling weird and tingly in our legs. <laughs> anyway. Uh, today, we are going to be doing a bit of a different episode, because we're doing, Ooh. I thought this week would be a good time to hit a topic, perhaps. Ooh. Maybe to shake things up a bit. So I was thinking, okay, because I have quite a few mini-reviews, and there's only a little bit of news, I was thinking maybe we save up the mini-reviews for okay. perhaps the next one, so then we do a whole big one, and especially by the next one, maybe there'll be more big things to talk about. I think She-Hulk will have wrapped up by then. I think House of the Dragon okay. might be wrapped up by then. So we can... I don't know how many episodes are coming out of House of the Dragon. I don't know either, but we can. there should be some kind of bigger stuff. We do a more, more full episode, whereas this week... We're going to be doing a little bit of news. We got the Mario trailer. We got the Black Panther trailer. <laughs> we got the Violent Night trailer, which I'm sure you saw. Okay. But um, I've seen literally none of the three you just mentioned. Oh, boy. Okay. You didn't even see the Super Mario. Man. I've, I've, seen, I've seen clips from it. Man, it's I've seen... two minutes. <laughs> what do you mean you've seen clips from it? There are two clips in it. What's wrong with you? I've seen, I've seen reels of certain We things. do a the film podcast. I don't, I don't ask the main, for much. <laughs> the main, the main <laughs> clip right. I've seen is a comparison of Mario's booty, of oh. the video game to, to the new one, and saying, they did my boy dirty. <laughs> Hashtag cr- um, Chris Pratt effect. 
<laughs> okay, well, you know what? I take it back. I was I was thinking you don't add much to the show. You add a lot, clearly. Um, you had copious amounts. <laughs> but then for the topic, I was thinking we talk a little bit about the best and worst, and or just basically all that I've seen, movie and show prequels. Because it's a prequely Ooh. time this year. We had House of the Dragon. We had Better Call Saul. Probably other things. The Lord of the Rings stuff. Lord of the Rings. It's a prequel. It's prequel o'clock, some would say. I think that's... Some would. What the, the Hollywood... Myself included. <laughs> the Hollywood elite say. So, anyway, without further ado, don't. Mm. Mm. Should we just dive Very into... Clever. Thank you. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one for a few years. Uh, <laughs> should we just... <laughs> Dive it was absolutely worth it. The, uh, the news. Absolutely. Let's, let's go for it. Okay. It'd be really awkward if you said, like, nah. <laughs> let's not. Nah, um, can, we, can we skip this? No, nah, I'm, I'm actually going straight to the Tom Knews. Um. <laughs> uh, I want to talk uh, She-Hulk right now. please. <laughs> First of all, uh, Tom Hardy doing jujitsu. I think we should touch on this real quick. I think we should touch on it. As well. this, is, this is a little bit old, but... and and. It's not the first instance. It's not the first hardy incident of him probably like snatching someone's arm. But I'll see just occasionally over the years, I'll just see a headline that's like, Tom Hardy did really well in this jujitsu competition. I'll be like, Yeah, huh. I mean, and it, like some of them say as if he's like entered anonymously almost. Like he comes in as like, you don't really realize you're fighting Tom Hardy until you see him standing in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Which must be a terrifying thing to begin with. But apparently... He, he, he wins on the mind games. <laughs> Honestly, when could Tom Hardy ever lose on the mind games? He 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 won. What is it here? Martial arts, Brazilian um, Jiu-Jitsu, UMAC Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Open Championships, where he won gold. So God, Hardy's Tom. not only participating, but he's fucking good. So <laughs> man's a fucking winner. I mean, first of all, a couple of thoughts here. One, I mean, congrats to Hardy. What a badass! Knowing knowing martial arts and participating amongst the people where he's <laughs> above pretending to be one of them common men <laughs> um but no, i mean it's just it's very cool it also makes him a little bit scarier because he's already a bit of a scary man yeah, he's already kind of a scary dude but uh now he's uh, now he's uber yeah, scary. now I mean, he could break your leg if he wanted to yeah um, he could t- throw you to the ground i also think <laughs> what would you do if you're entering a jujitsu competition and then tom hardy or let's put it to our sports what if you enter a frisbee tournament and suddenly mm. Tom Hardy's on the <laughs> that other team. Somehow feels like an insult. What? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I would have said like, like I used to do fencing, for example, and I go to a bunch of these tournaments. And so if Tom Hardy, if the guy pulled off his fencing helmet and it was Tom Hardy, what, what effect does that have on a person? Do you think? I think it probably completely mushes and ruins a man's psyche. Because I mean, wouldn't it just? I think I would have to just start doing a Bane impression or something. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would guarantee he would not stop when you tap. He continues to choke you out. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I... God forbid the day ever comes that I'm on the Frisbee court slash field <laughs> and Tom Hardy pulls up. Because you want to... I mean, you want to take a picture, but you want to be respectful, but you also want to beat Tom Hardy, but then... But yeah, do you go easy then on you say him, you beat or? Tom... Yeah, like, do you, do you, what if he pulls out his jujitsu wrath if he loses to you? Yeah, so, and I don't know, but it's just, it's an interesting concept to comment down below what you would do if Tom Hardy attacked you in a jujitsu competition. <laughs> truly, truly one for Socrates. <laughs> uh, the last thing I'll say also is, although we commend him and it's great and everything, is there not a tiny part of you that finds it a little bit annoying 
when someone's really, really good at one thing in life and then is also really, really good at another thing. Like Tom Hardy doesn't need more things. He's a soup. He's a great actor. He's super Tom. handsome. He, he doesn't also have to. <laughs> you be got good. way too much going for you. He, he might also have, some, like, have to be really, good at jujitsu. You know what I mean? He's got some really serious personal issues, probably that you're just completely yeah, brushing no, that's, aside. Here. That's a good point. I'm not saying Tom Hardy has the ideal life. Also, that's a little harsh. He probably has some extreme <laughs> personal issues. I mean, let's not go too far, but. Um, I don't know. It's just like it's like if you found He's got out some serious demons. <laughs> it's like if um, I don't know who's someone. If if George Clooney also was like the world's best uh, singer or so, you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. you can't yeah. be a, a great thing at two fields. <laughs> Reveals weird Tom Clooney. Not, I was gonna say <laughs> Tom, Tom Clooney. Clooney. <laughs> And Tom Cruise, the only thing he does not have going for him is that everyone thinks he's a little bit of a weirdo. But I mean, I think... <laughs> but that's the price you pay. It's the price you pay. But in his mindset, I think he is living the ideal life. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's got too many hardships apart from people messing on COVID sets. Yeah, which is where all of his anger clearly is funneled. <laughs> um, yeah, that is, that's where it's all channeled to. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about your favorite part of the week, watching the Super Mario Brothers teaser trailer. <laughs> Um, which I'm, I'm sure you thought was great. All right, let me describe it to you right. frame by frame as we do so, on the pod so, sometimes. So don't don't look it up tell. now. Don't look it up now. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Let me tell you what I've seen. I've seen Mario <laughs> doing a bit of jumping. Okay, it's it's okay. All right. And I've seen Bowser rocking up. That's that's literally the whole trailer. That's all there is to it. It's two scenes put together. It's those two scenes. You've seen the trailer. <laughs> you clown. <I> have not. <laughs> <laughs> So I have not I have not seen the trailer. Okay. I've seen clips first that things I've put first. together. What do we think of Chris Pratt's Mario voice? Question of the century right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I ask on really, all my all my we're dates. Really asking the big questions on the pod today. <laughs> if Tom Hardy rocked up at a frisbee tournament, what would you do? <laughs> Genuinely. What do we think of date questions? Chris Mario voice. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. I So he's not it, it, He's not really going for the classic Mario voice, is he? No, but I think you could expect he wouldn't, because if they're going to go with that, they would have gotten the other the guy who does the classic Mario voice. Yeah, the actual Mario guy. But the thing is, Mario's voice is so iconic. So why are you even making a Mario movie with someone sounding like Chris Pratt? Well, that's the thing, because also you couldn't really do a whole movie with the Mario voice. I don't think, because that would have gotten kind of annoying. <laughs> have, you, have you seen? <laughs> I have seen the dub of it with. <laughs> Have you seen Conan O'Brien going to Comic-Con and the guy who does Mario is there and he has like a one minute conversation <laughs> and at the end of it he's like, you have to stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would it would get old and also not a lot of uh, like emotional expression that I think. So I can, I can see why they did it. It seems like, and I read somewhere, he's doing like an Italian American accent kind of thing and like he based it okay. on... I want to say The Sopranos, but I can't say that for, like, a certainty. But some kind of, you know, like, famous okay. Italian-American. Which I guess is the best way to do it, because it couldn't just be Chris Pratt doing, like, his normal Chris Pratt voice. It has to be something yeah, that different. That would be so off-putting. But it did feel weird, like, seeing... Because you're right, he does have such an iconic voice. Seeing mm. Pratt's voice coming out of that that supple face of his was, was a little strange. <laughs> that supple face of his. I don't know. Because... Yeah, I, I really don't see a perfect way to do it because, yeah, as you say, no. if you went full Pratt, it would be off-putting to see Mario with the Pratt voice. But he can't really, yeah, you can't really copy the Mario voice. So 
Why even make a Mario movie in the first place is what I say. Scrap the project. <laughs> Hashtag uh, Catwoman. It was, Catwoman. It was Batgirl, Batgirl. but Batgirl. a my, solid my reference regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Top-notch reference either way. <laughs> um, you know whose voice does work really well, though, in this trailer? Because I didn't even realize it was him until I saw Thing, and then you start mm. to hear the, the isms of his voice. But Jack Black... As Bowser. Yeah. What a performance so far. What a <laughs> the performance. It really transformed. career dividing performance, I would say. Um, no, I, I, I just. When's the last time Jack Black did anything? <laughs> just in general. <laughs> um, I think. I don't know. It worked. It worked quite well because I wasn't quite sure who it was. And then it's like it kind of is Jack Blacky, but like not, yeah. not exactly. So, yeah. And also, anim- yeah, animation wise. I think it looks pretty good. Like, it looks like the game, but a little bit, you know, smoother, a little bit more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. filmic. If you're going to make a Mario movie, there couldn't have been a much better trailer for it, I guess. Like, I still don't think it... I'm not, like, super excited, but that's just kind of a me thing. Who who voiced uh, the penguin who got immediately defeated? Um, I'm not sure. It does have a very stacked cast. Um... Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, and Keegan-Michael Key is, is Toad, but... Um, <laughs> News just in, Seth Rogen <laughs> is Donkey Kong. <laughs> I'm not sure, but um, it, does have, it does have a good uh, a stacked cast, one could say. Are we, are we excited for the Mario movie? Ah, kinda, I guess. <laughs> Get shot. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'll see it if I have to, I suppose. Um... Mm. <laughs> clearly a love for film here uh black panther 2 trailer wakanda forever did you see this um yeah right dude yeah we gotta have (laughs) we gotta have an intervention here no i might have (laughs) that's not better than when 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 did this come out last week last week we got we got we got two look if if i say did you see the trailer for violent night where david harbour plays a murderous santa and you say oh i missed that one i'll be like you know what that makes sense that that one kind of i did i did did see that one you did see that one no yeah exactly exactly you fucking (laughs) clown Black Panther 2 trailer. This this podcast is already in the mud. We are we are plateauing as hard as someone can plateau. We gotta step our game up here, and our game is not being stepped up by you being like, mm, I saw a clip of Mario doing a little bounce. So here are my thoughts on the trailer. Does um the Black Panther mom say stuff in the new trailer? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep going i'm, I'm gonna ignore that we're just gonna, <laughs> she says stuff in both trailers she's one of the main characters <laughs> then i might have seen this go Great. on okay cool um it looks pretty good it looks it looks over the, ma- the who's, main who's take the main villain again uh namor Neymar. <laughs> Not Neymar. Neymar. Imagine Neymar rocks up into Wakanda. <laughs> that would actually be great. I would pay to see that. Honestly, uh, I would pay a lot of money to see this. It is, of course, Neymar the Submariner, who is a <laughs> character from the comics. Um, Jesus. Who is, in this movie, going to be a mutant, which is like a kind of a new thing in the mcu did you also see the comic creator of namor roasted the actor for not being in good enough shape because he like oh 
He posted a thing on Twitter where he was like, when the 60-year-old comic creator is in better shape than the actor playing the character, and he like took a picture of his back and compared it to Namor's back. And I was just like, what are, what are you doing, man? Go. <laughs> Vance, what's going on here? Why are you on Twitter body shaming you, Namor? <laughs> um, anyway, the kind of biggest takeaway from it is... I mean, like, story-wise, it's kind of what we saw last time. Like, uh, T'Challa has died in-universe, and then, like, the world kind of... Wakanda's enemies see them as weaker as they attack then. Mm. Um, But the big new thing is that we get a better look at the new Black Panther suit, which I stand by is being inhabited by Nakia, a.k.a. Lupita Nyong'o. Okay. But could also be Shuri. Could maybe be the mom who says things occasionally. (laughs) <laughs> um, as she's known to do could be a koya well, so, it could, could be a number of characters actually but I, i'm gonna go with lupita personally um, i i without having seen this i feel like lupita would probably be the best one to take it on yeah also because shuri her whole mcu thing is still a little bit dubious isn't it wasn't there like a whole controversy there yeah, I don't know. It was the whole thing about like vaccines and stuff. I don't. I think that yeah. was that's kind of long. I think like I haven't seen. I've only seen positive tweets and headlines. No one's like she's canceled. So like I guess people just moved on. But yeah, who knows All what right. her like future is exactly? But yeah, that's that's that looks looks pretty also, good. When 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 is it? When's it coming out? Uh, November, I think. So pretty soon. Wait, November. That's really soon. Um, <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> the time is flying and then final piece of news did you see the trailer for violent night starring david harbour where he is santa claus but he has to kill a bunch of people i did not see this but i did see him post something on his instagram about it that i was like okay this is a weird halloween project you're working on harbour but then i just kind of like ignored it but i guess it's a it's a movie he's doing it is it's a uh a christmas action it's kind of like a a bad Santa sort of vibe, except with more, uh, just in the sense that it's kind of like an adult Christmas thing. But basically, he has to like die hard a family where like a family gets kidnapped by bad people, and then Santa has to like kill them all. And I mean, all right, it looks. I see. I thought I thought it would be Santa just as a serial killer, kind of winning the poo stuff. <laughs> no, although that would have also been pretty good. Um, I don't, it looks. It looks. It looks like a very. How do I put this? Like a pitch movie meeting, do you know what I mean? Where someone comes in and they say, like, mm-hmm. what if Santa Claus had to, like, kill a bunch of people with Christmas-themed things? Isn't that hilarious? And it's sort of like, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, conceptually kind of funny, maybe as, like, a cutaway gag as a whole movie. Yeah, I don't but know. as a whole movie, how is that going to how's that gonna work out? Yeah, and it's all very predictable and sort of, like, clearly self-awarely, intentionally goofy. Like, he says, like, time for some season's beatings. And it's like, all right, <laughs> It's very good harbor and then he proceeds to unbuckle the belt and just <laughs> go to town on himself god i don't want to know what part the belt plays in that equation but um <laughs> that is just, just getting the pants loose <laughs> no no the belt is definitely part of it um <laughs> around god. some part of his body i don't want to know which um but weird foot fetish only around the big toes <laughs> Just That's how Harbor likes it. <laughs> strapped to the thigh as tight as possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it looks kind of dumb, but intentionally so. So I don't know. Maybe it could be could be a shout, you know. Um, okay. Okay. Well, with that out of the way, and I apologize for losing my cool a bit about the Black Panther thing. Um, That's okay. It's not your fault that you <laughs> fucking suck. <laughs> you fucking suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> I apologize that I insulted you. I forget that you are... A fucking idiot. 
What's that mean? It's like, I apologize for the inconvenience of me not giving a fuck. But now we're going to move on to the best But it seems like you do give a fuck. It seems like you... <laughs> it seems like there might bothered. be something deep within me that is missing <laughs> and that I try to fill with rage towards you for your Black Panther <laughs> trailer failings. Who knows? Um, Who knows? We're going to we move on. get a psychology on that. <laughs> a psychologist on that. <laughs> In my next therapy session, I'm like, yeah, so Freddie didn't watch the Black Panther trailer. And she's like, no. No, he did not. He, <laughs> don't say it's true. <laughs> She's like, I can't even handle this shit. This, this, this goes too <laughs> deep. quits and joins your sessions as a patient. <laughs> We're going to move on to best and worst prequels. Are you ready? I'm so ready. All right, number one. Oz the Great. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes complete emotion. Just becomes list. an AI. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Number 15, Burger King Ferguson. <laughs> I was kind of sorry, sorry. I was going to say, I was like, that's so dead. <laughs> You're like, wait, that was that was five years ago, actually. <laughs> I was going to say that. I realized I'm not a fucking loser. <laughs> I was going to say that, then I realized, like, friends. <laughs> well, my number one, or not my number one, the first one that I have written down here <clears throat> is uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. So... <laughs> I guess we can just go go from there. A prequel, of course. <laughs> we can only get better. Yeah, we start a little low and then we work our way up. Um, a prequel to the iconic um, Wizard of Oz. This was the 2013 release starring James Franco. Um, did you see this actually in cinemas? I don't know. I don't think so. I did, and it's two hours I'll never get back. No, I, I actually kind of liked it when I saw it. I don't know. It was sort of, I guess, what's, also, what's, about, what's this about? As we go through it, should we determine if it's if the prequel is better than the thing it's prequelizing? Ooh, I like it. Kinda, I like it. Big theme here. Um, mm-hmm. Oz the Great and Powerful, James Franco. Have you seen The Wizard of Oz? I have seen The Wizard of Oz. Okay, so James Franco is the wizard in question, and he Ooh. is transported to Oz. <clears throat> and it's basically okay. his journey through Ozing to become. <gasps> I have seen this, I think. Okay. Like, I don't remember anything about it, but it rings a bell. Okay, I was just going to say, what other movie could you have been, like, confusing it with? Like, some other James Franco <laughs> comedy or something? <laughs> You're like, no, I mean, I definitely remember James Franco being transported. <laughs> and that's all I remember. <laughs> it could have been to North Korea in the interview, or it could have been mm. to Oz. Wait, no, he's Oz. What's the place called in. No. Uh, it's definitely not Kansas. I know that much. <laughs> uh, but it's it's pretty... I remember liking it as a kid. I saw it when I was 11, I guess, in the cinema. And I don't know. It wasn't bad. It's definitely... I can see if you were a, like, maybe an older person who has a great love for cinema and the first Wizard of Oz mm. and everything. It could be seen as a bit of, like, a modern Hollywood, like, bastardization of the things you loved. Like, turning sort of the world of Oz and how beautiful was in the original into this like sort of CGI thing, but also it's a modern reinterpretation. So like, what do you want them to do? Make it on a fucking painting or whatever. (laughs) But like also wizard of Oz is so old that I think it's okay that you do a little prequel action there where it actually, I mean, and this this is nothing against the original movie, but it is, you know, it is a little shitty looking. So I don't think anyone will. love to see you in my film class and they're like yeah wizard of oz like pioneered visuals and it was it was an exceptional achievement and you're like yeah but it is like a bit shitty looking don't you think <laughs> oh 
god. Um, <laughs> but I can see your point, I suppose. Um, I mean, it's just it's just not great by like, today's I mean, standards. Yeah, shitty. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't think it's <laughs> shitty looking. I think it's just. I understand. Like, you can't make it the same way in 2013, obviously, especially if you're marketing towards kids and like you have to make it a bit of a, yeah. like a. Yeah. No. I mean. Anyway, as a film, it's uh, fine. It's sort. Of, it's it's kind of very generic kids movie sort of vibes. Um, mm. James Franco is serviceable, I suppose. Who else is in it actually? Because I think there's. It has what one could call an all star cast. Uh, never mind. Totally doesn't. Wizard Sorry. Of Oz. <laughs> I definitely just insulted everyone who's in it by saying never mind. But um, uh, is that <clears throat> Wicked? Is that what it was called? No, I don't. What's it called? Wicked, like the play. Uh, James anyway. Franco, Wizard of Oz. Oz the Great. Okay, I see. We've got. <laughs> so you have the loudest motherfucking keyboard. <laughs> Ever to it's be invented. Raff. <laughs> Never mind. It's fucking spectacular. Mila Kunis. Okay, Michelle Williams. It does have a good cast. But anyway, um, let's not spend all of our time on Oz the Great and Powerful. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, we said a good five minutes. <laughs> yeah, literally the most time spent on this one. Um, by the um, way, if you have any prequels that you can think of, just, I literally went to Wikipedia and not, noted down everyone I knew. So. If, uh, I'll probably uh, I mean, cover it, but if you can think of one, just throw it in here. I mean, yeah, I mean, you've almost definitely got this covered, but I'll just throw it in there. Ooh. The Hobbit action? Mm, yes, I do have... <laughs> I just wrote Hobbits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just so many of them. Hobbits. <laughs> what are I we mean, thinking of, of Hobbits? Um, also, wait, should we, should we, in the previous one, better yeah. or worse than the original? Uh, worse. <clears throat> okay, fair. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry, James. Not visually, because we all know what <laughs> the visuals of the first one are. But otherwise, fair enough. Right. Um, so yeah, Hobbits, and are we? Neither of us have seen the new Lord of the Rings TV show because that yeah, technically no. also counts as a prequel. I so have will... seen thirty minutes of the first episode. And it was pretty okay. Yeah, I I really want to watch it, but I've not gotten around to it yet. So I guess we might do. Uh... Honestly, you know what we could do? We could do a little House of Dragon and slash or. Uh, Lord of the Rings episode when we watch all of it. Ooh, that's not bad. Will we also get to do that Better Call Saul episode at some point? Uh, once I once I get back to watching it. All right. Is, uh, good, good, good. Glad we got that. <laughs> just just checking, just checking. I'll, I'll get back to it after I've seen the Mario trailer. Just give me some time. <laughs> yeah, you're building up quite the list. But no, that sounds great, actually. I would, I would love to do once the season wraps up a bit of, bit of a House of the Dragon sort of recap. Oof, brilliant, um, brilliant. Anyways, um, so. Hobbits. The Hobbits. I... We've got... A delightful Freeman performance. Delightful yes. uh, Gandalf, I forget. Uh, McKellen, yeah. Mm. And Circus, also great. Like, the the returning characters slash, you know, like, Bilbo are very good. I like them a lot. Mm. Everything else, kind of average. Aggressively mid, one could Aggressively say. Aggressively mid, yeah. Um, um, I, think, <clears throat> I think the problem with... I mean, this is not like an original thought. Everyone said this, but the problem with it lies in making it three movies for a book that is yeah. not even that long. You could definitely have made it two movies, maybe even one really long one. But I yeah. think two. I think two I could mean, have been good. I mean, and there are, if memory serves me right, three very long movies. No? Yes, extremely. And like, the thing is, I think the the second movie I think is really great, 
I haven't seen it since, the, but I remember loving Desolation the, of Smog. Des- yeah, Desolation of Smog. That one's actually quite good. I also like that one. I think it, it's quite simple, just like pacing-wise. You cut about half out of the first one, you cut about half out of the second one, or the third one, and you split the second one in half, and then there you go. You got two movies that are well-paced and sort of have enough in them, don't end on a really weird note, and then start... You know how some... I can't think of an example, but some Marvel movies will do this where they end on like a cliffhanger and the next movie mm-hmm. or the next show or whatever, it's kind of just resolved immediately. You're like, oh, why yeah. did that end on a cliffhanger? That's the thing it does here where like it ends on that great cliffhanger. We're like, I am death or whatever. And then the next one's death. like, and then they freaking, fix it immediately. And you're like, oh. Yeah, he literally dies immediately. Like you're looking forward to, oh my God, the next thing there's going to be like a huge battle. Smog yeah, is just immediately shot by Gaston, and that's it. Gaston just fucks his shit up. I don't know, yeah. I think there's so much good stuff in them, but they're too long. They're too meandering. There are too many characters in it who you don't give a flying fuck about. And they also mm. look, for for a franchise where the original are some of the best-looking films ever made, they look really fake and really computer-generated. Well, so- sometimes they do, but other times they also... Like, I don't know. I think you really need to be in the mood to sit and watch these things because if you're sitting there like in, in the sexual mood you mean oh yeah like you need to be <laughs> horny when you look at the hobbits <laughs> you need to be hard as a fucking rock when you're watching the hobbits <laughs> it's the only way to the do it the rock that gandalf shatters <laughs> and turns oh god the the weird orcs to stone <laughs> what a horrible metaphor or maybe a beautiful one anyway i don't know a- anyways um, i'm just hobbit. saying like i think if you're sitting there not really in the mood for the hobbit the sexual mood that is. <laughs> Sorry, when are you in the mood for the Hobbit? What is? Do you just sit there and you're like, "Damn, I'm in the mood for the fucking Hobbit." <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not exactly like a movie you sit down and watch. And you're like, "What? What movie am I wanting to watch?" Oh yeah, let me just watch the Hobbit. You go in with the express purpose, like, you know what? Today I want to watch the Hobbit. I'm feeling. Sorry, sorry. I just I can't imagine someone waking up and being like, you know what? Today I want to watch the fucking Hobbit. Like that's your mission for the day. I get what you mean. The way you said you it. You get what I mean. Funny. Like it's not like you're not. It's like it's not like a John Wick or something where you're like you're sitting, you're about to eat dinner. Like oh, what movie should I put on? John right. Wick. Yes. You would never sit there and be like, oh, I got the pass out. What random movie should I choose? Oh yeah, The Hobbit. No. Yes. No. I get what you mean. You wake up with the purpose of wanting to watch The Hobbit. <laughs> but if you watch the movie without, without that purpose and that mindset, then you're going to notice all the faulty CGI and some of that and how cheap, it's, how cheap it, uh, it looks. However, if you don't, then it's a good watch. Okay, I hear you. I'm just saying you make it sound like you've been in the night possessed by some divine spirit that makes you want to wake up with the express purpose of watching The Hobbit. Um, but I get what you mean. Yeah, they are, they are um, like, I was about to say thick films. That's not the right choice. <laughs> They're like dense films. Even with that, though, I don't really see that as much of an excuse because, like, I'd say the same thing for Lord of the Rings where those are very dense films that kind of you wouldn't just throw mm. on for the sake of it. Yeah. Not a, not a bit mid, I'd say. Bit mid, but, like, I think if you're in the mood for and, like... A long adventure movie then it's it's still a good one i think i think the second one is very good i mean you know of course there are some great visuals like smaug and such i think the first one's the first one's all right too i think the the yeah. uh golem stuff 
uh, elevates it. It's a, it's a solid setup. There's a mm. bit too much dwarf singing for my taste, but oh well. And then the last one I think is uh, <laughs> what a weird <laughs> complaint. It's where I draw the line. Um, <laughs> Dwarves have exactly two minutes to sing anymore, <laughs> and I cut the movie. Uh, the last one I think is really long and rambling and not very engaging. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, Tarzan two. It's apparently a prequel. Have you seen Ooh, it? Ooh, I have seen this. And oh, by the way, Hobbit's worse than Lord of the Rings. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, I have seen this. And whilst I would say not as good as the original Tarzan, and it's a long time ago since I watched this, but pretty good as well, this one. Okay. It was a direct-to-DVD release. Yeah, I, I mean, as as were most of the Disney sequels, I guess. But yeah, it's. I think it's like Tarzan goes... Oh, this is a really long time since I watched this, it's but like, right. Tarzan goes and he meets like some old monkey uh, right. who pretends to be like some like valley beast, but like no one sees him. He like just, just shouts into caves and like echoes and like, I don't know, scary. Like he's like, everyone fears to go into that valley because it's uh, this dude who's, yeah, you know. Mm. Then Tarzan befriends him and learns a lesson throughout the movie, I guess. I don't remember much else. Won't lie. <laughs> he learns it's really fun to trick people by yelling in caves, and he... Pretty it. much. I think I think he does realize that. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't argue with um, that. But yeah, not not as good as the original Tarzan, which I, by the way, think is amazing. Mm. Not enough Phil Collins? Not enough Phil Collins. That's There's true. never enough Phil Collins. <laughs> I was about to say, that's true for every part of my life. Um, <laughs> let's see here. I mean, we have a bunch here. I'm going to say... <laughs> have you seen Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd? I have not seen that, no. Nah, me neither. It's supposed to be not great. Uh, we're going to move yeah, on to... I, I <laughs> you, can, you can imagine. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <clears throat> Technically a prequel takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. Um, so, okay. as a prequel, like just in, the, in how it relates to the other ones, I think it was a good decision to make it a prequel because it's sort of i don't know at the end of raiders has such a fun ending which they sort of ruin a little bit later when they make more movies anyway but you kind of it'd be weird if they ended that and then immediately went into like look he has a new love interest after you know him and marion end up together and all that stuff so i think it it makes a bit of sense um that they made it like that Uh, also to explain what is it short round short round he is he is there what just like oh yeah it would be well no it's even weirder that he isn't in the next one then if yeah right Indy Indy did just (laughs) abandon him as a movie um we've discussed it before it's fucking weird it's a crazy movie yeah Um, I I don't think I've seen it you did say it is a bit of a a freaky experience it makes for a good it makes for a good watch a few friends of mine a few years ago uh watched the first Raiders of the Lost Ark in sort of a you know summer house setting with some some drinks and such, and I feel like mm. Temple of Doom might be a better movie for that kind of situation because it's such a fucking strange movie that I feel like watching it with a group of people, you know, mm. slightly inebriated maybe would be would be a fun time. Um, I see. I there's see. A, it kind of ramps up all the I'm not gonna say the worst parts, but kind of the most intense parts of the last movie, where like there's more violence, there's more like bugs and snakes and gross shit, and there's like mm-hmm. um, a bigger kind of action set pieces, but it doesn't really capture the the same spirit. But it's still a very very fun adventure film, so it's not as good as Raiders. <clears throat> and I know people who are big Indiana Jones fans of like the whole franchise who really hate Temple of Doom because they feel kind of 
kind of ruin mucks up the the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I personally big fan, and I like how weird and fucked up and disturbing it is. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> they rip people's hearts out and shit. It's it's, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find one here that you'd maybe have seen. As long as it's not Mario, then we're good. <laughs> well, speaking of animated <clears throat> ones, and you know what? One that goes under the radar, and, you know, it's definitely possibly because I saw it when I was a child, but I quite like Monsters University. Ooh! I think I won't lie. I did not love this. Damn. Yeah. You didn't Again. love the Sully parties at the frat house scene. <laughs> <laughs> Sully goes fucking hard. <laughs> Sully hits that uh, immediate amazing shot in beer pong. He's like Sully hits that immediate gritty, and I was like, damn, I, I missed that scene. <laughs> That would have been great. God, imagine Sully hitting that immediate gritty. <laughs> yeah, what is an immediate gritty? <laughs> what an immediate gritty is. Over but... the Pixar logo, you just see him in the background. <laughs> but the fact that it's immediate just means that the Pixar lamp is like jumping in and then it is like completely trampled by Sully just um, grittying it. Sorry, God, this is gonna this podcast is gonna age horribly when like in two days. When Sully does hit that immediate gritty. <laughs> out of date um what did you not like about it how dare you i don't know like i think the first monster thing is just so i don't know i found it to be just so unique and so yeah i mean so its own thing whereas like and again i guess that this is kind of like what they tried to do to kind of like you know almost like normalize it or make it a bit more like relatable like oh they went to high school monsters in high school like it's obviously you know whatever but i don't know to be clear monsters u stands for monsters university just so we're all right on the same page whatever monsters (laughs) went to university you know (laughs) oh yeah i i hear your point you you know you know you know what i'm trying to say where it's like it kind of like tries to normalize everything and thereby just normalizing the experience as well, I think. So do you not like that it, I guess, expanded on the, or was trying to expand on the world? Do you like kind of the... I mean, I, I, again, it's not a bad movie, but I just did not have as good a time with it as I thought I would when I went into it. I was like, okay, this is just kind of, kind of average, kind of mid. I can, I, I can agree with also the thing about sort of the first one is so original and then this one is mm. sort of, there are, there are scenes where it's kind of like, and here we go, here's a young Mike who goes and sees them, and he's like, that's my dream job. And, like, you sort of, the fact that also... Well, yeah, because it's, it's kind of like, it's basically, the first one is Monsters, Inc., with the, its own plot and everything like that. Whereas this one feels kind of like, and again, it's probably supposed to, like, almost like a university slash high school kind of, like, thing where it's like, ah, oh, the not-so-popular kid slash nerd is trying to fit in, is trying to do what he wants to do, but he's not fit for it. But then, you know, stuff ensues. Just set in the Monsters, Inc. world, whereas <clears throat> the original one is just, I don't know, for me, just so much better. I hear that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a more unoriginal story, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and there are some kind of shoehorned-in references to Monsters, Inc., but also it being a kid's film... I think I can forgive that because also I can test as I saw it as a kid, like those kind of shoehorn and references are thrown in for kids to be like, Hey, that's hilarious that they had that same character there. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking like, that's really, that's really fucking cool that the abominable snowman is, is in the scene. Um, <laughs> that's so dope that Ross just showed up like that. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I haven't seen it, I don't think, since I was maybe 13 or so. But um, I don't know. I think I enjoyed it because I, I love Monsters, Inc. as well. So I think I was excited to see those characters again. I mm. think, yes, it is a generic-ish high school story, but I think because it had those characters, and it does have like the Pixar sort of well-doneness about it, I think it, it elevates it a bit for me. And I don't know. I found it to be a very watchable uh, movie. I, I thought it was, it, was, it was a fun time. I would say not fair as good enough, as Monsters Inc., but I I am I am a fan personally. Okay, fair enough. I it's not something I'd ever want to watch again, but not because it's terrible, just because I don't know. I found it to be kind of mid. I guess we should talk Star Wars prequels. I guess we should. So there is um, there is actually more than you'd think because there's episodes one, two, and three, but then there's also Solo and Rogue One and Obi Wan and a whole. Is this Mandalorian of count? No, isn't... Oh, yeah, that is a prequel, yeah. So I guess... Okay, but let's... I guess maybe... So it doesn't get too confusing. Let's stick with the, the movies for now. Okay. Um, I mean, these have had, like, a resurgence in love in recent years. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Because I think the people who grew up with them are now sort of the age where they have the loudest voice on the internet. And so, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God, the yeah. best thing ever. When I still think they're pretty bad. Um, I... Yeah, I mean... I honestly never really got into the Star Wars thing, as no. people know on the pod, that it's never really... I don't even think I've seen all the movies, and the ones I have seen, I just don't get the hype. I really enjoy The Mandalorian. I think that's a great show, but everything else, I don't know, it's just... I've never really gotten the hype around it. Like, it is, at best, mid. Oof. Damn. Oof. That's, that's yeah. a harsh one. Yeah, um, yeah I think... <clears throat> I mean, yeah, everything that could possibly be said about them has been said, but they're filled with kind of awkward and weird dialogue, and uh, they add all this... Talk about adding, like, backstory to characters. I don't know, again, because all these things have switched in public opinion because people, I guess, have, like, aged up, and now the people who love them are are talking about them. But, like, they do add all this stuff that kind of ruins the original Star Wars films. Like, all these... Mm -hmm. Sort of, it's a bit of a problem with prequels in general, which we might also talk about with X Men Origins Wolverine, where whatever you could imagine in your head is like nine times out of ten going to be cooler than what they show on the screen. And so, if you like, yeah. if you hear like Darth Vader and Obi Wan are like, you, "You used to be my teacher," or whatever, and like whatnot, to me, I that's a more emotional, impactful scene when they like face off without having yeah, seen actually seeing the yeah, development of that happening. The develop because then you can imagine it more in your head and and especially because it wasn't very well executed in my opinion it sort of makes it even worse um mm. they're not without redeeming things but it's just yeah it's kind of just a yeah not my not my thing uh personally mm. and i think rogue one no, is, I, is okay and uh solo was it's okay <laughs> what I'm hearing is a lot of a lot of okay. Rogue One, that's the one where everyone dies at the end. Spoilers. It is. No, that was actually uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Every character died at the end. <laughs> um, I, yeah, that one. I think did we watch that one together in the cinema? Rogue One. No, no. I saw it with uh, Yassine and one of our other friends. We had a we had a Star Wars tradition. You were not involved. <laughs> All right, that's, that's fair. You were fair. heavily removed from that one. <laughs> you were surgically removed from that party. <laughs> um, you might be thinking of Suicide Squad, which we, we did see together. <laughs> you might be thinking of that weird French documentary we went to see every once in a while. Yeah, 
<laughs> we just periodically saw it for some reason over and over again. Um, so strange. I'm realizing we have a lot of prequels here and not a ton of time. Um, Is this going to be a sequel episode, perhaps? Ooh, or maybe... <laughs> that was an unfortunate <laughs> sound. Or maybe it's a prequel episode. Maybe... This is actually the second. We've already talked about a bunch of the ones, and then Ooh. I don't fuck. This bit is not worth continuing. But um, no, no, but you guys get that it would have been funny if we did. <laughs> yeah, that's how we should do all of our quote unquote bits from now on. We just say what it would have been, and then like let the viewer imagine it. It's way better in your head than it would have been if we did it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna say that I would have got into great detail describing um Sully hitting the gritty, <laughs> but I won't now. But just imagine that and me talking about it for many minutes. It's very funny. <laughs> the, everyone in the audience pauses the episode and just laughs for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting there contemplating it in complete silence and out of nowhere. <laughs> uproarious applause and laughter. You can hear it all over the world. Um, let's see. Okay, let's hit, let's hit, let's hit like two more. <laughs> um... Minions is technically a prequel. I don't know why I included that. Um, if I do one, whatever the fuck, one one pretty good one. Just okay, for, you know, um, thumbnail material. Right. Uh, how about the the X Men prequels? How about that? Because we have Origins Wolverine, okay. and then we have the trilogy of, or the quadrilogy actually. Goddamn. Ooh. Of uh, First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix. Big variety and uh, quality here. Because um, mm-hmm. Origins Wolverine is ass. As one yeah, could say. Yeah, it is not great. First Class is amazing. Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. even better. Apocalypse gets a lot of hate. I really enjoyed it. We saw that movie with our French I, yeah, exchange students. It gets students. a lot of hate, but we did see that, and we did enjoy we it. We did enjoy it. I thought it was a good... I looked at you after... I remember distinctly, because we'd heard all the reviews really bad, and after the movie, I looked at you in the Supreme Hall, and I was like, oh, that was pretty good. And you were like, yeah, that wasn't yeah. that bad. And I was like, yeah. That I was like, the- yeah, we, we walked into it like, oh, people say it's terrible. Why... We're there with our French exchange students as well. We're like, are we taking them to see a terrible garbage movie? <laughs> well, they go back home and be and like, these fucking Danes. <laughs> they don't know cinema. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you missed my baguette and I saw Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, we clearly learned a lot about French culture from having that exchange it, program, as you can tell. Yeah, it really helped our <laughs> cultural mindset. Um, but it was but pretty no, yeah, good. We, we, it was, I liked it. Remember that part when... when Cyclops took off his glasses and he, he destroyed the tree and he's like, that was my favorite tree. I, I do not remember that. <laughs> you remember the nutty scene where Holt is like, oh, you got to show us what you can do. And, and James McAvoy's like, it's okay, you can do it. And then he takes the glasses off and he like destroys this giant tree. And McAvoy's like, I think that was actually my favorite tree. <laughs> it's a great scene. It's super I do nutty. I not remember that. Ah, uh, boo on you, sir. Um... <laughs> But <laughs> I don't know. I, and when Apocalypse does his big speech, he's like, "Everything they've built will fall." I do remember that. Um, and then Dark Phoenix is total ass. Um, <laughs> probably more so than Origins Wolverine, honestly. Um, I have not seen uh, that one. It's very bad, and it it ends with them having having a chess game at a cafe and. I'm like, oh, mm. fuck both of you. You have you had so many of these. Every single one of these movies ends with them being like, hmm, Charles, I don't know how I feel about this. And he's like, yes, cryptic thing. Like, I'm your friend, but I'm your enemy. And then it ends. And I was like, how are you doing this for the 20th fucking time in a row? What about the Wolverine, like the other Wolverine movies? That's a that's a that's just a sequel. It's not just a sequel. 
Yeah, he's just Where in he Japan. Where he goes to Japan and he's, stuff like that. It's just like chilling. Yeah. That's a good movie. Okay. I feel like that gets that is a very good movie. too much hate. But yeah, so the prequels, the X-Men ones are very up and down. I think they did it a very interesting way working it into the other franchise with Days of Future Past and whatnot. But yeah, a bit of a mixed bagaroo on that one. I agree. Um, I think, should we, should we call it there for now? Or do, do we want to end it on The King's Man? Oh, yes. How, how did I not even note this down? The King's Man, yes. The uh, iconic film. Genuinely needs to be a Ben and Fred watch sometime. Um, I still have not seen. It would be... It is a... <laughs> it is one of the most... Like, obviously not like... You can think of more insane movies, like especially sort of like lower budget indie kind of films that can do whatever they want. But for like a big budget sort of movie... It may be the most insane film I've ever seen. It's just, it is so fucking bizarre. Like, everything from the choices the characters make to the choices the screenwriter made to, like, it has, like, eight different tones. There's, like, a somber war scene followed following, like, the Rasputin dance battle. It's, it has a Hitler post-credits tease. It's fucking so insane. And I kind of love it for it. I don't know. Um, yeah. I I don't know how to describe it beyond just like, what a fucking movie. It has some great stuff in it too. And it has some terrible stuff. Like everything, there's nothing level about it. Like quality, story. <laughs> there's nothing consistent. Everything's all over the place. Um, but I think you would. Would you say it's better than the second Kingsman? I would, yes. But in a weird way where like objectively maybe not but just like but in terms of enjoyment i don't know yeah i i respect more i was like kingsman the golden circle had like some really good stuff in it but a lot of it i was kind of cringing and i was like ah this isn't what i was hoping it would be this one i was glued to the fucking screen there was no way i was looking (laughs) away for a second um so i'm gonna have to go with the kingsman yeah we have to watch that together sometime that would be that would actually maybe (laughs) once you if you're coming over to Ireland, oh perhaps that could be an idea. But what, a, what an idea! But let's not tease that here, out in the open. Um, <laughs> it's not official yet, although it very much is. And you literally have bought the tickets, so <laughs> it's literally in nine days. <laughs> you literally have no choice. I've I've signed you into my accommodation. If you don't show up, they'll they'll kill me. <laughs> Imagine that they're like, you signed in a uh, Frederick Dalgard, and he doesn't seem to be here. They just execute me. <laughs> For legal reasons, my accommodation does not threaten to execute me. Um, but anyway, it's now time for the comic news. And we got some juicy comic news. I think you even sent this to me, but it was it was all over the place. And it's not like it's exactly new. Like he's mentioned it before, but it seems to now be going ahead. Tom Cruise set to become first actor to shoot movie in outer space from new york post God, that is so cool yeah so this is something they've been talking about doing for a while i believe it's with doug lyman who he's worked on uh, i think did edge of tomorrow but Cruz really is just <clears throat> like he's kind of he's playing into the gimmick of him being like an insane risk taker. <laughs> yeah, but he's also he's just kind of embracing the fact that he is fucking insane i think yeah i think he also just wants to like I mean, yeah, there's, there's A, the element, he, he may be a little crazy, who's to say? Mm-hmm. I think there's also the element, he wants his legacy to be, like, 
because he loves film and filmmaking so much he wants his legacy to be like i just did fucking everything that like no one has ever even heard of doing yeah, in film yeah, yeah. before which he is well on his way to doing in fairness um yeah and i think he's also just got that kind of like mentality of wanting to just expand all horizons that he's doing like he's like oh yeah i'll get this and this and this plane license i'm gonna do jumping off this and this building and then yeah he's gonna go to space now he's just like got an endless <laughs> fucking adventure drive yeah i get it's kind of like those memes where they're like he finished the main story now he's just doing side quests <laughs> they yeah, do he's just like doing snoop dog whatever so yeah um also sorry tom cruise for just comparing you to snoop dog i'm sure you wouldn't take <laughs> kindly to that but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what tom cruise is a lot like snoop dizzle <laughs> he's really aspiring to be the the snoop dog of actors i think formerly known as snoop lion to the common man <laughs> but apparently the film from this article will take place largely on earth and then the, like the final you know mission or like the big climax will be he goes into space which makes sense i guess the whole movie if it's not gonna be like a i assume it's gonna be like an action thriller um doug lyman also did like i think i think some of the born movies so okay yeah, uh, crazy. And I think the thing about Tom Cruise that's really impressive, and we were talking in my film class the other day about, like, movie stars and, like, how many are left that, like, people go see their movies just based on the fact that they're in it. Which, by the way, you'll be very mm. happy to know when asked for examples, I did say Dwayne Johnson. Um, but... Ooh, very good. <laughs> uh, but he is one of the last people who not only has that, but also has, like, his movies... It's... Not often, sometimes it's a bad thing if movies are kind of dependent on the context around them. Like if people are like, you need to mm -hmm. read the book or know this behind the scenes story. But he's created this thing where everyone knows that if Tom Cruise is doing an action thing, like it's done for real. Like all the talk from yeah, like yeah. people I talked to about Top Gun, they were like, I can't believe they like flew those planes up. And like same thing with Mission Impossible. Those stunts, if he was on a green screen for that plane stunt, that's a pretty nothing scene to be honest. Like it's not that spectacular yeah, of like a exactly. moment. It's like, so spectacular because you know it's real, you know? No, I totally agree. Where it's like you're almost going to see the movie. I, it helps that they're very good movies, but you're almost going to see the movie for the spectacle of how they made it and the ways they made it instead of what you're actually seeing. You know? Yeah, he's done an incredible job of building up that <laughs> uh, reputation, I guess. Which is why I think this would. Yeah, if you just have an action thriller and then at the end they go into space, like, and it's just done. They do that in multiple movies with like freaking like. Was like Moonfall or whatever. That yeah, movie yeah. They, I mean, they did that in the last Fast and Furious movie, and like, no one really cares. At least for that reason, no one's like, "Oh my god, we have to go see it because they do this." But like, this one already before it's even been made, this is like the huge talking point, and so people will be talking about like, "Do your Tom Cruise went to fucking space to make this movie? Let's go see this movie. That sounds that sounds crazy." And I think yeah. that's that's really cool, and it's just a cool idea. Um, so yeah, go Cruise, and also yeah, Doug Liman's a good Cruise. director, and I I think it probably all things point to it being a pretty good movie. So. I'm yeah. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> Cruz did fuck up that mentality the one time when he made The Mummy. Yeah, he did. That was... Uh, which also, he still I mean, did some crazy shit for, which is so funny. He, did, in the he movie, did do a plain, like, free fall in that one. Yeah, and he did, like, he got hit by a... Like, he, like, went into a bus, like, that hit him and stuff. <laughs> and he <laughs> got hit by a fucking train. <laughs> My man died. <laughs> <laughs> He's been a CGI recreation ever since. God, I just really hope... For his, like, okay, let me preface this by saying that I hope he doesn't die in general. Right. But with the way he's doing things right now, it is it is beyond likely that he might die making one of these movies. I just hope to God that it's not making a movie like fucking The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
I was gonna say, like, again, we hope no no harm to come to him. But it's just so funny with the mummy where he did those real stunts, but because of how shitty that movie is and like the editing or whatever, you can't even tell they're real. So what if he? Mm-hmm. What if that like bus that hit him for that stunt, like he goes inside of it? What if like it'd been off by like a couple of centimeters and it just slams into him and that's the end of tom cruise and it's just like yeah for this nothing moment in the mummy (laughs) yeah his entire fucking brilliant career ending on this really really violent wet fart moment just like yeah then again we also don't hope that he dies in the set of a really fucking awesome movie like that's also i mean as as i said we we however if he if he had died when he was like i'll see you at the movies and just the plain fucking nose dies (laughs) that wouldn't have been the worst way to go awesome way to go imagine (laughs) that clip he's like i'll see you guys at the movies and then his fucking line snaps and he just (laughs) but he's still smiling he wanted it this way (laughs) I don't know how, like, what does that do to his legacy if that happens? Because, like, we, like, we just had this whole thing where, we're like, he wants to keep pushing the limits and, like, good for him and all this stuff. But if he does, are we all going to be like, shit, we should have, someone should have, I mean, like, it's not my fucking fault. I can't change it. But, like, are the people around him going to be like, we should have told him no. Like, we should have. Yeah, this is, in space, you know, like, <laughs> a lot of these things he's doing on the ground, <laughs> on Earth, he's got, like, so many different like safety guys and like you know professionals doing what they're doing there's only a handful of people i assume that'll be able to go into space and help with this project <laughs> yeah i what mean if, for some not- reason i'm less concerned about this one just because like there's so much safety that goes into like space stuff where like crew's getting thrown off a fucking motorcycle i feel like it's kind of easier for him to just like crack his head open on the asphalt whereas like I guess, but at the same time, the reason there's so much safety going into the space stuff is because there's so much that could go wrong. So it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know I don't, what if Cruz dies in space? Again, we don't hope it happens, but what a way to go. But that would make for some epic Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think it will, if that does happen, which like it's, I, I doubt it will happen, but who knows? I think that's going to be a big, I don't know, reflection on like the film industry. And maybe that's the last time we ever see like practical effects and stunts maybe that's like nah we're just doing cgi for everything now i don't know it's yeah, an interesting yeah. uh thing to ponder but ponder for another day because it's now time for no the announcements and such <laughs> sorry we just run back to tom cruise. <laughs> so tom cruise did actually die on that motorcycle <laughs> yeah. and now it's time for the tom he's dead he's dead guys he's <laughs> yeah. dead. uh we're gonna do the announcements and such starting with some comments nms says day 39 of asking for a pain and gain ben and fred watch i know i've seen this comment a lot we have to... Do we do that or the Kingsman? That's the question. I mean, Ooh. it's Mark Wahlberg and Dwayne, and I think Anthony Mackie? Like, that's a, that sounds like a good time. It does sound like a good time. It's it's definitely on the list. We've, you know, as you've noticed, we've been out of Ben and Fred watches. Like, we haven't done one for a while, but it's definitely up there. It uh, We do have one in the books, or in the in the box currently, whatever <coughs> the fuck the saying is, for... It's been there for about a year. I'll be honest, it is pitch perfect, and... Um, I just <laughs> have not gotten around to finish editing it, so that's that's on me. Um, that's but, fair. That's fair. And yeah, NMS says that movie is actually tailor made for the pod, and Daniel agrees that we should watch it. So you know what? I t- we'll, we'll figure it out. We will do it eventually. That's a that's will, a guarantee. We will do it within the next. I'll be generous and say ten years. We will have. We'll, we'll hit it. I can get behind that. Um, ZJ says your classmate is right for not wanting to marry Brad Pitt. It recently surfaced that he like beat his ex-wife or something like that. Um, I did see, yes, that there were some allegations from Angelina Jolie, 
And I, oh. I didn't dive deep into it, but I saw there were also some things about like his kids and allegations of him being abusive towards them. So, um, so we don't get sued. I'd like to say this is all allegations. I don't know what's true and what's not. But yeah, no, not good. Um, kind of unfortunate timing because we did obviously record that not knowing that and then we put up the pod and i saw like the next day these allegations and we do have like a five minute rant about like man he's so delightful and i'm like ah this is why we say we pre-recorded them it's for exactly for moments like that where it's like right for the record this is october 10th um uh, but yeah so we don't know right now but um obviously not the headline you want to see um and i hope yeah it all gets it all gets sorted um ZJ also says, great way to start off my three-day weekend. Also, Freddie and BHL, what's some very attractive people? Well, thank you, ZJ. We've gotten a lot wow. of, of um, you know, memeing comments lately of our, yeah, our sweatiness sweat, and our, our noses. One of those seems more directed at, at, the, at the appearance, but whatever. Um, mm. But thank you, ZJ. <laughs> um, Josie says, I like to... Jesus Christ. Oh, what's going on on your end? I was talking about my end. Oh, I, that's Some, my end. Someone crying? No, someone just being fucking stupid. All right. Anyways. Anyway, back to some not stupid <laughs> stuff. Josie says, I like to imagine Colin Farrell looked like the penguin after he got kicked by the donkey and bit by the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. I like to imagine that as well. Uh, Daniel says, another really great, enjoyable episode. Keep up the great work. This pod is exactly what I needed after a tough and long week of school. Can't wait for the next week. Thank you, Daniel. And, and uh, yeah, no worries. Yeah, Daniel. Hope you, uh, hope this week was, was better and less tough. Sean, <laughs> Sean Grant says, is it just me or did the poorly planned podcast have an inside joke about every single actor? That's very <laughs> true. And for new listeners, it must be wildly confusing where we'll just go like, hey, did you hear about a... Uh, Don Cheadle? <laughs> like, what's, what's, what's the joke about cheese? What a joke. And, and if, the thing is, if you asked us, we couldn't tell you. We'd just be like, he's just a nutty man. I don't know. He's a nutty dude. We're very weird people. Movie guy says, <laughs> Cheed's cheese should be a side business Don Cheadle starts. It might help him pay his weekly house bills. <laughs> um, I have to say, I definitely would not eat Cheed's cheese, but that might just be... Uh, that's all for this week. The Instagram, there was nothing on the fan page, although there were a couple of fun stories posted. I can't remember exactly what they were now, but just follow the fan pages. Um, fun stories and, and posts and such. Fun stories. Um, there was, oh, I, I remember one of them. It was a TikTok of the best mustache. It of the was, year. yeah. Which was, that was a very delightful one. I went in on TikTok and found that one and saved it because I enjoyed it. <laughs> anyway, that's the episode for this week. We talked some news, kind of, and we talked some prequels. And next week, we'll talk even more news and even more mini reviews and we will have to do a sequel to the prequel episode um i think we might have to anyway thank you very much for listening if you're on youtube drop a like subscribe hit the bell button leave a comment down below what you think of all these things what your favorite and least favorite prequel is and what you think of the pod um if you're not on youtube or on apple Podcasts and spotify though if you're there you should go on youtube as well just do all the things um things. you listen can, to the pod three times hell yeah you can leave a five star rating uh, a nice review tell um your favorite grandparents <laughs> your, your favorite grandparent uh yeah <laughs> and be sure to tell them i'm telling you about the pod because you're my favorite one i hate the other old hag um anyway 
You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson, TikTok, BHL Hudson, Letterboxd, Real BHL Hudson. You can email the pod at BHLHudson, visit gmail.com. You can find me. <laughs> Did I just see a dab? No. No, what? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FDK underscore Dot Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at, what is it? Oh, uh, Fidalgar. <laughs> you can find me on Letterboxd at FDK underscore Thwilms. And you can find me on YouTube at FDK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Salut, <gasps> 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 <gasps>